They may be called the next generation, but they're the church of today. Reach, disciple, and mobilize students to share the hope of the gospel. This is Next Gen On Mission with Shane Pruitt and Paul Wooster. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Next Gen On Mission podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, My name is Shane Pruitt. National Next Gen Director, and always with me is my co-host, Paul Wooster, our National Collegiate Director. Paul, how's it going, man? It's going great here. We're actually here at NAM live and in person. Man, it's been fun to at home week to get to know everybody and all that. It's been awesome. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we're on the road and work remotely, so it does feel good to be at the NAM offices here and to be with there. It's like a family reunion during Mm -hmm. at-home week. I love it. Yeah, without the crazy uncles, we don't have as many. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Paul, today, man, I'm so excited about our guest um, as we talk about students and baptism, and it is none other than our leader, our uh, mentor, uh, one of our spiritual fathers is Johnny Hunt. He is a living legend, the senior vice president of the North American Mission Board of Evangelism and Leadership, pastor, author, husband, father, grandfather, leader to leaders, pastors of pastors, (laughs) former SBC president, legend, friend, mentor, boss, and he's a globetrotter. You know, people will say things about how much you and I travel and all that, but it doesn't even scratch the surface of Pastor Johnny yeah. Hunt. He's so like the energizer bunny of evangelism. Oh, yeah. you know, there's like, I was thinking like energy drinks. There's kind of like the levels of energy yeah. drink. It's like Mountain Dew, you know, like Red Bull, and then like Johnny Juice. You know, it's like the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pastor Johnny, welcome to the Next General Mission Podcast. Well, thank you. I hope my wife gets to listen to this podcast because I was impressed with that introduction. But, uh, <laughs> hey, good to be with you guys. And I'll tell you, things have not been the same in the evangelism division since Shane and Paul uh, joined on. And there's just a lot happening. And, you know, not only the ones y'all are inspiring in the area of collegiate and student ministry, but the ones you're actually seeing come to faith in Christ Mm -hmm. is really going to be part of making a difference in changing our past to a future that we want to embrace and we can really celebrate. I love that, Pastor. To God be the glory. That means the world coming from you. All glory to God. And Pastor, before we get too spiritual, tell us one fun fact about you that we need to know that our listeners may not know already. Well, everybody probably needs to know that I do all of the grocery shopping at my house. Oh, that's oh, impressive. There you go. I was raised by a single mom and always went to the grocery store, paid attention to the prices because we were so poor. And, uh, and I just started doing the grocery shopping. Wow. And so now my wife makes me a list and off I go. Plus, when you pastor and you're constantly in the study, I enjoyed getting out and mm. just being with people. Now, sometimes if she's in a hurry, she wouldn't let me go because I'd go for a gallon of milk and spend two hours talking, <laughs> sharing, <laughs> encouraging, and praying <laughs> with the people that I met in the yeah, grocery store. Right. Pastoring, yeah, pastor of the supermarket. I love it. Yes. Well, Pastor, one thing that Paul and I love about you so much as we're on this Next General Mission podcast is that you've been in ministry a long time and you still impact the next generations. You and I have preached student events together and teenagers love you, college students love you. In fact, even earlier today, uh, we were having a meeting with you and our team and two young church planners were like, hey, would you introduce me to Johnny Hunt? We love him. We're kind of grandkids of his ministry and all that. So, so Pastor, through the years, you've just been always so effective 
Next Gen Ministry has always been so important to your ministry. What do we need to know about the next generation today coming up? Uh, they are winnable, first yeah, of all. Yeah. And, you know, I think that they, like every generation, we've talked about this with different groups today, are really into relationships mm-hmm. as well. And I think uh, anyone, regardless of their age, knows when somebody really cares for them. Yeah. When you show interest in a generation, a group of students, collegiate students, and they believe you genuinely care for them and that you really do have something to offer that you're passionate about and that what you're trying to get them to buy into, they're confident that you own and genuinely believe and flesh out in your own life. I think you can make a real impact in students' lives. Another thing someone may not know about me, had God let me fill in the blank when he called me to ministry, I would have been a student pastor. Wow. I would have said, I would, I would have loved that. But that's mm-hmm. not how it happened. Mm-hmm. But it's wonderful that my entire ministry, 45 years now in vocational ministry, I still loved to start with when I pastored a rural church and did the student camps yeah. myself yeah. Mm-hmm. or took them to Ridgecrest or somewhere that even today I still have the opportunity mm-hmm. to speak on those uh, conferences and to try to make a difference. Two things. One is I made a statement recently. I want to continue to live as long as I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> so I want to be fully Amen. alive yeah. and engaged. Yep. And, uh, and then I, I really want to make a difference uh, with the life and times God's given me. And I want to remain valuable. Mm-hmm. And that's to anyone God places in front of me. So I want to learn from the generation coming behind me so I can know how to more effectively speak into their life, just like you two do so wonderfully. Oh, I love that. And I love the authenticity. I think that's something that came out in just even what you shared is being authentic. That passion, you can see it on your face. You can see it and hear it in your words. And so I think students really flock to that. So this this podcast, we're going to be talking about baptism. So first of all, why is baptism so important? You know, baptism is that outward sign of an inward change. Um, I came to Christ on a Sunday night. Had they told me, we want to baptize you tonight, I would have said, point in the right direction. Right. But instead, mm-hmm. they said, you, you will be a candidate for baptism. And it just happened to be that the night I surrendered to salvation, my wife had trusted Christ a little earlier but had not been baptized. And so we both were baptized the next week. I often have thought about this. That night, I was told, that I was going to preach my first sermon. Mm-hmm. Wow. That I was going to be telling the congregation that Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the dead, and that I had embraced his mm-hmm. death, burial, and resurrection for my life. Mm-hmm. And that that's what it said. Uh, sometimes people say, well, you don't have to be baptized to be a Christian. You do to be an obedient one, mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. But number two, when someone downplays the importance of baptism, and they may say, well, Maybe y'all put too much importance on it. I would have a, what I would consider hopefully a better question. I would ask this, is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ important? If it is, we have the opportunity to emulate that, to proclaim that uh, by our obedience Mm -hmm. in the pool. So, and and it's going to be difficult to not, um, to be able to grow in your life if in the very first act, of obedience, 
you choose not to obey. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. What you said, the baptism is actually one of our best gospel presentations <laughs> that you can think exactly. of. Um, and yeah. so it's an illustration of yeah. what Christ has done. So many reports say that student baptisms have declined over the last few years. So why do you think that is? Yeah, I think a lot of student pastors are with their kids but maybe don't every opportunity present the gospel or maybe present the gospel, but don't give the opportunity for them to respond to the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing that right now, even through the challenge you're mm-hmm. issuing, issuing to them. And I think, too, we've lost the art of invite. Yeah. I think wow. the kids that do yeah. know Jesus, and this is what we see in student camp, mm-hmm. normally a kid will come to student camp and bring their lost friends with mm-hmm. them. If they would continue to do that in the local church, again, they are savable. I believe the reason we're not seeing more saved, they're not there to hear the gospel. Right. So one of the greatest things a student can do is invite their friends to come and a student pastor to challenge them. They used to call it friend day. Call it what you want. <laughs> yeah, right. But if you would bring uh, your friends, relatives, work associates, neighbors with you, and then the gospel is presented and the invites given, you are going to see people come to faith in Christ. So we've just got to, we've got to get back to what we used to say. We used to say that evangelism is keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to be distracted and not allow the main thing to be the main thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing's more important at the end of the day than whether a person knows Jesus or not. So we've we've got to get back to a burden in our own heart, a brokenness in our own life to really whatever it takes to see other students come into a safer relationship with Jesus. Absolutely. Pastor, um, I'm really excited about something starting this year in 2021, and it was something that you and I discussed and talked about and prayed about from the beginning and then, you know, uh, presented it to others in Southern Baptist life. But this year, for the first time, uh, in the Southern Baptist Convention, we're going to have a National Student Baptism Day yeah. that will be on Sunday, October 31st in 2021. Um, why should pastors rally around this across our nation and make such a special emphasis on this day? I think they should rally, make a special emphasis for this reason in particular. We are attempting to help them prioritize what is indeed a priority. There is not a pastor or a student pastor in the Southern Baptist Convention that would say winning students to Jesus is not a priority. (laughs) However, if we look sometimes at their budget, sometimes Mm -hmm. if we look at their schedule, it may say something other than. But we're not there to condemn or to pass judgment. We're there to join hands, to say we're out here while y'all are making your main objective, your ministry, serving the local church, we're out here attempting to think at 30,000 feet Mm -hmm. to be a little broader, a little more objective since their ministries have caused them to be so subjective. And we're trying to say, hey, we've thought ahead. Here's a day. We will help furnish the resources Mm -hmm. for you to make a big deal out of this. And I'll tell you what I predict will happen. If they will make a big deal out of it, it will be a big deal. Yeah. Yep, and yep. then there'll be no more convincing. It'll mm-hmm. only be a reminder in the 
the the weeks and years to come. Uh, but matter of fact, they may even jump out ahead and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, North American Mission Board's recommending we do this <laughs> on the last Sunday in October. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do one in the spring and one in yeah, the fall. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, Amen. I love that. And I think there's something that God does when we plan, when we put something ahead of ourselves and make a goal and step out in faith. Even if you don't have any students that you know of that need to be baptized, set it anyway, and mm-hmm. let's lead some people to Christ <laughs> and get yeah, them yeah. baptized mm-hmm. anyway. So, Pastor Johnny, what are some creative ways that pastors or collegiate leaders or youth pastors can plan and prepare for this day? You know, when I begin to think about it, the the students have got to own their own generation. That's right. I mean, they really do. Like, yeah. question is, can I influence on a platform at winter extreme Mm -hmm. with 20,000 teenagers, Mm -hmm. yes. But again, it's because those student pastors brought those kids to us. Mm -hmm. And and the students brought their friends Mm -hmm. with them. So oftentimes we're asked the question, hey, you're leading collegiate ministry, you're Mm -hmm. leading uh, Gen Z ministry. Well, with that in mind, uh, how are we going to reach that generation? by empowering the generation to reach their own generation. And so we can help them, we can inspire them, we can equip them, encourage them. But at the end of the day, that generation is theirs. They already have the relational currency Mm -hmm. to be able to speak in their life. You know, I was reading the other day where 85% of Americans that were polled said, I know a Christian. Mm. And then the question was asked, well, since you know them, if they desire to talk to you about their faith, would you allow them? And the largest percentage of them said yes. So it's not (laughs) that they are not approachable. Mm -hmm. They're not interested. Mm -hmm. And and here's the other thing that's really convicting to me. They know who we are. (laughs) Matter of fact, sometimes they know more about the fact that we belong to then we do yeah, whether they belong to yeah. it or not. Yeah. So they've observed it in our life, mm-hmm. but they may have made greater observations of us with our Christ life than we have with their lostness. Mm-hmm. So if we could better observe That's who they great. are, I believe it'd be a greater burden and brokenness in our life mm-hmm. to see them come to Christ. So yeah. if it's going to be a great success, the teenagers in the church will have to own it. They'll yeah. have to say, mm-hmm. I'm at that public school every day. I'm on the football team. I play basketball. I play baseball. I'm a cheerleader. This person sits beside me in the classroom. And when they begin to pray for that person in particular, and those people they're concerned about have a name. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when they yes. begin yep. to call that name out to God and then ask God to help them be intentional, intentional in their invite to them, and I'm a Christian today, not because of how the gospel was presented to me, but because of a person inviting me mm-hmm. to the place yeah, where right. somebody else yeah. can present the gospel yeah, to I me. So some of them are feeling maybe yeah. not quite proficient to mm-hmm. share, but if they would bring them into the mm-hmm. environment yep. yes. where they would hear the stories um, what a difference it would make. Amen. That's yeah. great. Yes. Um, how could you see something like this adding momentum to a youth ministry or a collegiate ministry, mm-hmm. an event like this? I really believe with all my heart that the average student ministry in the Southern Baptist Convention could double wow. mm-hmm. in this period of time. And then they would have to sit down and think, hey, we just grew from 20 students mm-hmm. to 40 students. Wow. Yep. And we did that through a campaign 
but it all culminated on one single day. Mm-hmm. We often say that God can do more in a millisecond than we can do in our life. Amen. But we never trust him by, you know, getting out there uh, on the water, mm-hmm. walking on the water <laughs> yeah. to uh, to see him do it. But really, w- what a great challenge that would mm-hmm. be because I've found like when I, th- when I think back on the old traditional friend day, as yep. a pastor, I would stand before the people and say, you can go out in the lobby and uh, it's changing every week. But these are the people that have mm-hmm. promised me they're coming with me. And oftentimes I would stand up on friend day and say, uh, hey, I'm going to take a moment. I've asked the privilege to do this. But I have 13 guests with me. <laughs> and I think yeah. I've got 13 people. Yeah. And I would say to the people, if everyone would take serious, and this would be to the students, if they take serious some churches could have so many guests mm-hmm. on that particular day, they'd have a hard time getting them into auditory. Yeah, that's right. What if um, our news stations were flying around in their helicopters looking at more people outside mm-hmm. of our church? Because what would have happened uh, in Woodstock yep. with 6,000 attenders mm-hmm. if everybody had had 10 that day? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean right. seriously, we yeah. would have had 60,000 guests. <laughs> and they say, ladies and gentlemen, we're hovering over First Baptist Church <laughs> Woodstock. If you'll notice, there's 50,000 people that cannot get in the door. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that's say awesome. that's outrageous, but it's not impossible. No, that's right. It's right, not Pastor. impossible. That's right. But, um, but it, it really, I'm not sure what the average student mm-hmm. ministry host, but I know like at Winter Extreme, yeah. the average group has 10. In yeah, that's right. That comes. yeah, that's right. Even though yep. 22,000 mm-hmm. will be there, yep. they're in groups of 10 yeah, and they're right. workers. So let's just say the average student ministry in the Southern Baptist Convention, let's just guess, 25. Yep. They could double in one week. Oh, that's uh, and then if they did, then it would in it would empower them, it would enable them, it would encourage them. Every positive word yep. you could use to want to see God do it again. That's wow. all it'll do is uh, heighten their appetite to see God do it again. Isn't that amazing? I love that. And Pastor, I love what you said, and and I agree with you so much. Um, The most effective person in reaching a college student is another college student that has a heart that beats with passion for Jesus, and that same heart is broken over the spiritual lostness of their own generation. Same thing with high school students and junior high students and and mobilizing them to be the church of the day. And, and Pastor, that's how we always close with this same on-mission charge, that the heart behind this podcast is to see the next generation realize they're the now generation, not just the future of the church, but the church right now. So, Pastor, could you give us one closing thought on that, on living on mission today, even as young people? Here's the best statement I ever wrote in my notes, and I got it from Jimmy Draper. (laughs) The builder generation, Mm -hmm. born before 1948, It has been determined that they may have been the greatest generation Mm -hmm. that's ever lived so far, but they can't be the last great generation. And it could be that the very teens that are Mm -hmm. listening to us today could be the ones that surpass the builders Mm -hmm. and that they become the greatest generation ever lived. And that's what we want to do. We want to help them to become the greatest generation. Yeah, oh, yes. We believe that God is moving in mm-hmm. this generation. We're yeah. seeing it. We're seeing young people just mm-hmm. turn around and share their faith like mm-hmm. they don't even know any better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what we want to continue to see. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, Pastor Johnny, for sharing. How can our audience get connected with you or follow you on social media, et cetera? Well, I'm on Twitter mm-hmm. at uh, Johnny M. Hunt or Facebook the same or Instagram and I post every day and I really just try to do something encouraging I post a Bible verse of the day every day 
But I put a comment with it of what just came out of my own personal devotion, and it seems to be getting a lot of response. And then if mm-hmm. I find a great saying or even a great book, I posted yesterday that I just picked up a new book entitled Win the Day uh-huh. by Mark yep. Patterson. And I'm telling yep. Patterson, and uh-huh. I'm just telling you, it is really, really yep. ministering to me. And what it's majoring on is how to make the next 24 hours count. Mm-hmm. If if I'm not careful, yep. my schedule is so full, I'm thinking about next week mm-hmm. and next mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. and December mm-hmm. and winter uh, jam next year. <laughs> when yep. the truth is yep. I need to be fully alive fully alert and fully involved in this moment I'm in because I'm not promised. So it's been convicted to me. So I've got in my phone this morning as a result of that book, 24 hours. It was in there yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to, in in 24 hours, give us this day our daily bread. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing how the Bible speaks within Mm -hmm. the framework of one day. Help us to number our days, but we number our years. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's right. So if we, the day can count. And so I have time with my wife and my youngest granddaughter tonight. God help me to be in this 24-hour period, not living in my travel schedule to Cincinnati tomorrow. Okay? Yeah, that's right. That yeah. Tomorrow has enough worries of itself, Yeah, the Bible yeah, says no, in definitely. Matthew 6, 34. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to live in this this day. Yes. Friends, Pastor Johnny is a great follow on social media, so be sure to go and engage with him on social media. Also, Pastor Johnny has an incredible podcast called Evangelism with Johnny Hunt. I know many of you are already listeners of that, but if you're not, make sure you follow that podcast and subscribe. Thank you so much again for listening to another episode and conversation on the Next Gen on Mission podcast. Remember, if you have any questions on reaching the next generation, please email us at evangelism at nam.net. We'll try to address those on a future podcast. Also, don't forget about National Student Baptism Day, October 31st, 2021. Um, And hey, use the hashtag... Student Baptism Day. When you post stories and testimonies and and pictures and videos, we want to see those and be able to celebrate those stories with you. So be sure to use hashtag Student Baptism Day. And also don't forget to check out HoosierOne.com for some great evangelism resources that will also help you with that day. Hey, thanks again for listening. Have a great rest of your day and tell somebody about Jesus. Jesus.